Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you leak breast milk, you can now stop losing it to your breast pad and instead collect it to add to your stash. And this week's episode is also sponsored by Simple Wishes. Simple Wishes offers hands-free pumping and nursing bras featuring a patented dual-function nursing clasp. And we'll hear more from our sponsors later, but you can go to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check our sponsor page. If you need anything, see if you can give our sponsors any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address and you will get episodes sent straight to your inbox every week. And now Diane has our review of the week. And it comes from iTunes. So thank you for doing that for us. And it says, best podcast ever. Hey, mamas, I absolutely love your podcast. It's such a great insight and information. I'm a first-time mom, and I started listening to you guys while I was pregnant. And I can honestly say I would not be exclusively breastfeeding if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you for saving me. I look forward to hearing you every Monday and can't recommend you enough. Thank you for all you do. Much love. Thank you for the love. Thank you for putting it on iTunes for us. That helps us a ton. And I'm glad you found us when you were pregnant because that makes a huge difference to be informed. And yes, thank you very much. If you'd like to leave us reviews, we would love to hear them. And sometimes people will like throw a question in or, you know, if it's something easy and simple that we can just, you know, like answer super quick or um, suggestions for different episodes and things like that, we'd love to hear it. So you can put it on iTunes for us, or you can send us an email at the baddest breastfeeding podcast at gmail.com. And that's that. We're going to talk about feeding cues today. Feeding and hunger cues, right? Hunger cues, feeding cues. Yeah. I remember people were always like, oh, and you know, you hear people say like, oh, mom, you can tell the difference between their cries. Mothers always know the difference between their baby's cries and why they're crying, which I always found to be like a giant pile of bullshit. (laughs) I didn't know the difference. The baby was crying. I didn't know it was wrong. And I was freaking out. That's all. End of story. You know, they're different cries. And I'm sorry, when people say that, I just find it so obnoxious. I knew the difference. Are you going to say that? No. Yeah. I knew the difference between my baby's cries when they could talk to me. Then I know, you know, like that well, when they yeah. were able to say I'm crying because like A, B, and C. But I could tell you what a feeding cue is not, and that is crying is not always a feeding cue. Yeah. And everybody thinks when your baby cries. Or that's the one that when you've missed 20 other ones. Right. Exactly. And when your baby cries, everybody's like, oh, they're hungry. Oh, they must be hungry. Oh, your baby's still hungry. Yeah. I remember my friend saying that to me when I was on the phone with her. I just had Jack. And he started crying and she was like, oh, he sounds hungry. I'm like, why would this MF be hungry? <laughs> and why would she know that just over the phone? Born, yeah, why? You don't have kids. You don't know anything. And you're telling me he sounds hungry. This guy who eats all day, all night, was just born. He's hungry. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like he went his whole day at work without, <laughs> without stopping to have for lunch. Give me a break. I just, yeah. The hunger cue thing It is seriously confusing. Like, I know we're kind of like, you know, making a huge joke out of it right now. But when you're a first time parent, or actually, you know what? I don't even care if you have 18 kids. It can be really confusing to try to figure out these cues. 
It is really confusing because everything they do when they're newborn looks the same. They always have their hand at their mouth. Be like, oh, isn't that hungry? No, that's where their hand always is. Do you have ultrasound pictures of your baby with their hands at their face? That's probably going to be a comfort mechanism for them. Oh, well, they were hungry. They're they hungry. Did, they're, they're hungry in there. The other thing that oh, that has been coming up quite a bit is that, you know, that rooting reflex. And that's the reflex where like you touch your baby's cheek and they mm-hmm. like turn like they got a little fish hook in their mouth. Right. They're just yeah. like turning. And that's a that's called the rooting reflex. And yes, that means they're looking for the breast. However, that's all they look for. If you touch the side of their cheek or if their blanket touches the side of their cheek or if their car seat strap touches the side of their cheek, guess what they're going to do? They're going to turn their face towards that because that's their rooting reflex. It doesn't mean they're hungry. And people automate, but isn't that like they'll wrap them up in a blanket and, you know, put them out right after they're fed and they'll get all snuggled up. And then the blanket's touching the side of their face and the baby's rooting because they're trying to like grasp it. Well, aren't they hungry still? Does that mean they're still hungry? No, it doesn't. That's their rooting reflex. Something's touching their face and they're just like trying to find it. Babies have all sorts of little reflexes in the well, beginning. They always want the boob in their mouth too. And they do. I mean, yes, like, they always well, do. All, they're, they're rooting for your breast for a million reasons. Yeah. Because that's the only thing they know. It is not just about the feeding. And we've talked about that like so often. I think that's our theme like in the last couple of yeah, months. That's right, all we've been is. talking about. Like the last couple of months we've been talking about like how breastfeeding is not just about the milk. And your baby does it for lots and lots and lots of reasons. But the hunger, that's why I think these hunger cues get confused. And our society is always like, oh, if they're not hungry, why are they on the breast? Right. But also they're always hungry. Right. You know, your baby is always starving and always needs to be eating because they're always hungry. It really is like, it It really is just, sometimes I just can't wrap my head around you it. You can't win. I mean, people don't want you to win either because they want to just be able to tell you what to do and tell you that you're doing it wrong. And I feel and, we are just preying on these new yeah. families that are so anxiety driven about whether or not their baby is getting enough to eat. And when they take the baby off the breast or the baby falls asleep or the baby comes off the breast on their own and then does anything, they cry, they fuss, they suck on their lip, they put their hand up. Everybody's, oh, they're still hungry. They yeah. didn't get enough when they ate. They're still hungry. You must not have enough milk. They must not be getting enough milk. I don't know. The milk must be poisonous, whatever everybody's saying. I don't even know anymore. It's just so much crap. And then next thing we know, that baby's not breastfeeding anymore. Yeah. Cause we couldn't figure it out. Right. When there was nothing to figure out. <laughs> we also don't, we don't live with babies. I mean, like the first time that a lot of people, again, with the breakdown of, you know, the village setting, people are completely separated. Unless you have a baby in your immediate family, you don't see babies. Right. And so you don't know the weird ass shit they do. I mean, they're weird. And they they're change so completely. They, they change, change constantly. constantly. And the, but they do weird stuff like that rooting reflex that looks weird. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you've never seen that. And like I told the story recently of when Jack found his ear yeah. And he just kept grabbing his ear. It was freaking me out. It looked so weird. I mean, like, clearly something was wrong. And it couldn't be that he just found his ear. And I remember walking with another mom. She's like, she, he found his ear. And I'm just like, no, he looks demented. 
<laughs> like what? What is my baby doing? He's broken. It, well, yeah, it's like I need an exorcist. Like yeah. they're they're so weird, and we don't know what they're doing and what any of it means. And like, I feel like half of it means nothing. More than half. I think you're right. It means like not much. You know, like oh, that's just they're doing that, something with their arm. It definitely isn't what we're making it out to be. Yeah, for right. Sure. It's not that they're starving or demented. <laughs> Maybe a little demented. <laughs> Maybe a little demented. But the, so the feeding cues, like if we really want to go by feeding cues, like if you look up feeding cues or any, like you take a breastfeeding class or you talk to anybody about feeding cues or anything like that, they're going to automatically tell you, oh, if the baby has their hands at their mouth, um, if the baby's crying, if the baby's, you know, and I feel like those, yes, those can be feeding cues. But they can also be cues for different things, too. It does not mean that it's just one feeding cue. Like, it doesn't mean that the baby does one thing and that means one thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm making sense. But the so the baby's got their hands in their mouth. Babies do that all the time. Right? We know that. Babies do that all the time. Babies also have a very high need to suck. It's very soothing for them. It's very comforting. It's very calming. So a lot of times they will just want to suck. So they're going to do the same cue that they do when they're hungry. It's very, very different or very, very, very similar. I shouldn't say very different. Very similar. All of it is very similar, which is why when Abby was saying in the beginning, okay, somebody says, oh, yeah, the baby that cries, a hungry cry, that cries. Is, like that stuff is really difficult to figure out. And for some random person who doesn't know your baby to be like, oh, your baby's hungry. I hear them cry. Like, I don't know. I just don't buy but into that. To even that. suggest that a parent should know the difference is fucking ridiculous. In I th- my mind. Yeah, I it's really. Insane. I mean, I can de- definitely tell when it's like a painful cry. Like, I think that sounds different for sure. But if they're just kind of like fussy or whatever, that it's like, I don't. I mean, maybe they're hungry. Like, I don't. But hunger is. I always tell parents like hunger. Crying is the the last cue for hungry. Crying is the last hunger cue. And that's just not me saying it. That's you'll find that everywhere. Like crying is the last cue. You will probably crying is going to mean hunger with your baby. Most likely if it's like middle of the night and that's how they're waking you up, waking you up because they're crying because they want to be fed. But during the day when you're with your baby, you're not going to get to that point unless you're really ignoring them, which you're not doing. So it's, the crying thing, like if your baby is crying during the day or they're crying, like likely that is not a hunger cue. Likely that's something different. But a baby even like cries a little bit and everybody goes, oh, they're still hungry. They must still be hungry. Quick, they're hungry. And everybody like rushing. I remember being at somebody's house one time. The baby wasn't feeding well. And as soon as the baby opened their mouth to like fuss, cry, anything, the, they just shoved a bottle in there. They're hungry. They just shoved a bottle in. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like they were frantic about it. Oh, they're oh, they're hungry. Oh, yeah, get a bell. Got to get something. Got well, they're too. They're hungry. I was like, oh my gosh, this baby was like drowning in whatever was in this bottle. That isn't always their cue. They do lots of other things. And uh, yeah, and I feel like if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you're likely nursing on demand, keeping your baby to the breast quite often throughout the day. Your baby's not going to get hungry. Right. They're just not going to get there. I agree. They're just going to be nursing. 
And while they're there hanging out, then they'll suck and have some milk and that they're not going to get to the point of they're actually starving. I mean, you might see those feeding cues like, you know, they've been, you know, they took a two hour nap and they're waking up yeah. and they've got their hands at their mouth and, you know, like that kind of stuff. But right after you fed them, for them to be like showing these voracious feeding cues, that's not likely what's going on. They're just, they're just doing their thing. I can give you one like super good example. And I see this one all the time. And this is what I always use when I talk to parents. So we, we've got our baby feeding, right? Imagine we've got like our little, you know, little newborn baby feeding, doing their thing. They fed, they doze off at the breast, like many of them do, majority. And you've got them there kind of, you know, dozing off or whatever. And you're just kind of like sitting with them, snuggling. And then it's time to get up. Maybe you want to move the baby. Maybe you want to get him dressed if he's not dressed. Maybe you want to change a diaper because a lot of them poop when they're feeding. And now you wake your baby up and they're overstimulated because you're doing something with them. And then they're starting to root around and put their hands at their mouth and show all these like feeding cues again. And people go, oh, they must have fallen asleep before they ate, you know, before they finished eating. They must still be hungry. Oh, my gosh. They didn't get enough to eat. They must still be hungry. And you just automatically give them a bottle because you think they didn't do what they needed to do when they were at the breast. What the truth is, is now they were they fed and they've calmed and they've soothed and they were sleeping. And we've just completely overstimulated them by waking them up and doing something with them. And now they have to calm and soothe all over again, which is those sucking, that sucking is what they need. For whatever reason, we don't just put the baby back on the breast. Everybody just goes, oh my gosh, the baby must still be hungry. And they just give him a bottle instead. It's yeah. like, if you just put the baby back to the breast, they'll probably just go to sleep again because that's what they want. They want to calm down. They want to go yeah. back to that Zen place that they were in five minutes ago before we woke them up and started messing with them. But we don't. We just like, go, oh, my gosh, they must have not got enough to eat. And then we just give them a bottle. And yeah, also as if, OK, and if they didn't get enough to eat, let's just pretend. Why don't put you put them back on the breast? There's still stuff in there. Right. People think just also don't. it's well, we just fed them. So, and so the, so I'm empty. So there's nothing else in there. But that's not ever true. And are the the I feel like the generation of parents that's coming out now the anxiety is so great that it's really hard to manage all of this. Yeah. Well, it, now we have a whole generation of parents who are giving birth during a pandemic. I, right. Exactly. And, having, and everything is so skewed and solitary yeah, and, yeah. and just, you know, and it's, it's really worse than before. And it was bad before. Oh, God. Really bad. And now we're kind of left with like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And all we want is for our babies to have what they need, right? Like that's all we want. And it's just really, really hard to do that when you're not sure what your baby is trying to tell you. Um, yeah. So why don't we, yeah, like we'll, let's hear from our little sponsors right. and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about cues. Cause there's definitely a couple more things I want to say about that. All right. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you leak breast milk? Have you ever thought about how much breast milk you are soaking up into your breast pads and throwing away? What if you could catch that milk and add it to your stash instead? The Milky's Milk Saver allows you to do just that. 
Slide the milk saver into your bra or tank top on the non-nursing side to catch the letdown while you breastfeed. People are adding ounces upon ounces to their stash on a daily basis. Thousands and thousands of breastfeeders have discovered this product. It holds two ounces of milk. It's comfortable to wear and reusable. You might be thinking that you don't leak very much. That is what most people say before they have actually used the milk saver. You will be shocked at how much milk you collect, at how much liquid gold you are throwing into the garbage. This milk can be used to beef up your stash, to make breast milk keepsakes, for baths, for breast milk popsicles, lotions, soaps, you name it. Breast milk is worth saving. Check out the Milky's Milk Saver at fairhavenhealth.com. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com and use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. That's code BADASS for 15% off at Fairhaven Health. This week's episode is also sponsored by Simple Wishes. Simple Wishes offers hands-free pumping and nursing bras featuring a patented dual-function nursing clasp to easily switch between nursing and pumpering. Pumping and buttery soft light as air fabrics for 24/7 comfort. Simply undo the lower clasp and slide your pump flange into the hidden pump support liner for a hands-free pumping experience. Undo the upper clasp for easy access for breastfeeding. Simple Wishes bras are smooth with no lumps that show under your shirt. The bras are designed to fit every shape of breast so that you don't need to feel uncomfortable while you are trying to pump or enjoy a nursing session with your baby. No one wants to waste their money on cheap products that don't last. Simple Wishes has you covered for your entire journey. You can check out every style of bra at simplewishes.com and use code BADASS30 for 30% off of your purchase. That's simplewishes.com, BADASS30 for 30% off. And our sponsors for today and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes also include further information about things we talk about in this episode. And also at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you'll find our page of breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, over 200 by now, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. And if you think that people are not getting online consultations with Diane, you're wrong because listeners do all the time. Isn't that right, Diane? Yeah, they do. Absolutely. It's fun. So if you're hanging back thinking like, "Eh, I don't know, go for it. Because again, we're in a pandemic and it's really hard to get support. And um, you can get it right here. If you're listening, you already know us. You know how we are. You know how we work. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about the feeding cues because I know we're just talking about like the crying thing. Yeah. So there are a couple feeding cues that I do really like to look for. And that is like if the baby's just kind of like licking their lips, you know, like they're just kind of like lick their lips, like like there's something on there, like kind of smacking their lips a little bit. That's a great feeding cue. Um, And when they're kind of like just starting to wake up. And they're little, you can kind of see their eyes moving a little bit, like underneath their eyelids, and they're just starting to kind of like stir a little bit. That's a great time to grab them because they are going to be ready to to feed. Like that's, you know, that's going to be their feeding cue right then and there, going to be them ready to feed at that point. 
I'm telling you the crying thing, like those are the, those are great feeding cues to watch for hands at the mouth. I feel like everybody looks for that. I feel like that is a very confusing cue because babies just do that regardless. Babies just put their hands at their mouth all the time. And we know that like logically Mm -hmm. we know that because parents are constantly telling me, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to feed my baby. Their hands are up. Oh, you know, their hands are everywhere. They're always getting their hands out. I try to swallow them. Their hands come up. Like we know that babies are always like that with their hands, but yet when they put their hands at their mouth after a feeding, everybody goes, Oh my God, they're still hungry. It's like, logically we know like logic just goes out the window, right? Like when it comes to, to feeding our babies, like what we know to be logically correct just doesn't seem to make sense to us when we're breastfeeding for some reason. No, when you become a new parent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you become a new parent, you are just operating on like insanity. <laughs> <laughs> I was anyway. If somebody is different, then hallelujah to you. I don't know if anybody's different. I feel like that's just that's just how it is. And then the other problem that I see so much is that there's so much supplementing happening. Right. There's so much supplementing oh, yeah. that we see what's going into the baby with the supplementing. And then we try to go back to just trusting the process of, of breastfeeding. And it's so hard to do when you're already watching the volume going in through the supplementing. And then we really get our cues screwed up. And I had a family that I was talking with about this um, recently, and they were really like, and they were a very concrete, like, you know, very, wanted to know the numbers, right? They want to know. And they're like, trusting the process is really hard for us. And I'm like, I I get it. I wish I knew how to make that better because it is, it is hard to trust a process in a society that wants to measure everything. And that constantly feels like this doesn't work. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to fix that. Like I can tell you about all the cues in the world, but if people are constantly saying, oh, the baby's, you know, not getting enough when we know they are, then I, I don't know. I mean, in this baby that I saw with this family, I mean, he did great. He did great at the breast. And I was like, he's just wonderful. And she's like, are you sure he's not so hungry? I'm like, no, he's fine. And he was doing the little things like the little like wanted to suck a little bit and the little rooting with the blanket and the little things. But once she finally like snuggled him up and was holding him, like he was totally content, completely content. But sometimes parents are like, oh, my God, but he still made a noise. That must mean he's still hungry. Like we expect them to eat and then just go to sleep. And yes, sometimes they do that, but sometimes they don't do that. And then they're still awake. That doesn't mean they're still hungry. Yeah, I feel like if you just, when in doubt, whip it out, as they say. (laughs) Like, if you're not sure, you're not ever going to be harming them by nursing them. You know, there might be, if if you still think they're hungry and you're supplementing, you can overfeed them with a bottle. You know, you can see our overfeeding episode Mm. for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But with with at the breast, just put them back on. It doesn't matter. Whatever they're doing, just, it doesn't matter. Just put them on. Cause it's gonna, there's like 99 problems. <laughs> and, you know, breastfeeding solves all of them. So just, it's not gonna, you know, if you're like, oh, I don't know. You know, they were talking about the hand in the mouth. I don't know. Maybe that's a feeding. I don't, just put them on, whatever. 
And you'll know, like if they you can't nurse them too much. No, you can't. And, and I always tell people, like you'll know, like if you just put them back on and they eat, then that's what they wanted. If you put him back on, he sucks a couple times and doses off, then that's what he wanted. Yeah. But then we get into that. But isn't that a bad habit? Isn't oh, that a bad bullshit. habit? No. Oh. We oh we know it's totally bullshit. Like we we know it is. But then people hear that from like, oh you oh like, you know I'm just fall asleep oh, there you're on there again. Oh they yeah, must don't, not yeah, be don't let them fall asleep there. Like they must not be getting enough if they're, you know, on all the time. Yeah. But and sleeping at the breast. I mean, like we had did the whole breast sleeping episode. We did falling asleep at the breast. We have all these episodes. Um, and, you know, James McKenney even said we shouldn't even be calling it breastfeeding. We should be calling it breast sleeping mm-hmm. because that's what they're doing. But a lot of it comes down to our society is completely disregarding i don't know if it's just unaware if it's ignorance if it's complete disregard of why babies all the reasons why babies breastfeed that do not have to do with actual feeding and that's where we kind of like get into like i've i had a family not too long ago that said to me well i mean pumping and just giving the milk might be a better option because then we know it's actually getting into the baby. And that's one of the reasons why people do go to, I mean, there's many reasons why people exclusively pump and those people are amazing. I will say that right off the top because that is such a hard thing to do. But one of the reasons why we see people doing that is because hunger cues are confusing. We don't know what the baby's getting. This way I can just be in complete control of it. But we're taking away when we do that. Yes, the baby's getting the milk, but we're taking so much away from the actual process of feeding and being at the breast. And there's so much value there. It doesn't matter. Like it just does not matter if they're still hungry or not. And they want to go to the breast. You can just put them there. It's okay. You're not hurting anything. Sometimes too, after a baby eats, they need a few minutes to soothe. Like, that's another thing. Like, did you change it? Like I was saying earlier, like if you should change the diaper or you're trying to move them or maybe you want to put them in a carrier, like something so that you can get up and move around. That's fine. Like you just might need a couple minutes to soothe them. That's all. They might just need to be walked a little bit or snuggled a little bit or, or whatever until they just kind of calm down and soothe. They're making that transition from doing one thing to doing another thing. I mean, we, we just kind of expect that babies are just going to roll with it and they don't always do that. They're just babies. I mean, we're expecting a lot out of these little creatures. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we do expect a lot and they only want one thing. They mm-hmm. just want to be soothed, which usually happens at the breast. Right. And they don't know all the things that you know. They don't know like oh, this is my hungry cry. This is my fussy cry. This is my wet diaper cry. This is my, like, they don't know all that. And I really don't, I'm really against people needing to get a PhD in their baby's cries <laughs> in order to be a parent. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's ridiculous. I didn't have time to try to figure that out. Like, when well, they were crying, it, it, I wasn't like, oh, you know, like, let me try to figure out why they're, I mean, obviously, I wanted to figure out why they're crying, but I wasn't like, oh, this cry means this, this cry means right, this. Like, exactly. I didn't have time to figure that out. You just try a few things. You're like, oh, I'll try, you know, wait, oh, oh, let me check their diaper. Is their diaper wet? Let's change that because that probably doesn't help. And then we'll do this and that. You're not like sitting there letting them cry and studying the cry. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like it comes from other people, right? Like somebody hears your baby cry and they say, oh, your baby, that's their hunger cry. Your baby's hungry. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. shut up. Whatever they're doing. It's like, oh, they're probably hungry. Yeah. Whatever weird ass thing they're doing. And it's like they're, you know, babies don't, I mean, they don't, they don't even know half the time what they want. You know, they well, just, that's the other thing is that they're just, they just got here. Like, I think we also don't understand how overwhelming and overstimulating this world is coming from a womb. You know, it can, it's too bright. It's too cold. It's too loud. There's something touching me in a weird way. There's someone I don't know. My mom seems nervous. You know, like they, you know, there's, I've got like, I got a fart. I don't know how. <laughs> There's like, there's all these things that go on with them, but they don't know. And it's super overstimulating. So this is why they're so fussy. They're not fussy because they're constantly hungry. Mm -mm. They're fussy because this is an uncomfortable place to be. Look at all of everybody. Look at (laughs) us. We don't have a whole country on like antidepressants because like, you know, we're all cool here. Like this oh is an overstimulating place. <laughs> it's very overstimulating. So, it is. Oh my god! Yeah, your baby's just like, oh my god, just put me like, put me at the breast, put me to your, you know, to your chest, and let's go. The let's other just- thing that we forget too, the baby was literally attached to you, literally, yeah, literally, attached to you yeah. for nine months, literally attached to you. And then they're born and people are like, why does a baby not want me to put them down? Why does a baby not want to go to somebody else? And it's like they and partners and grandparents and all those people get so offended too. They're like, oh my God, the baby doesn't want to, you know, I can't hold the baby. The baby only wants to be with mom. I just want to give mom a break. Partners too. Partners have such a- Partners even are like, oh my God, this baby doesn't like me. They only like- The parent. The breastfeeding parent. Yeah. Like, and that's just not your baby doesn't have the ability to like or not like people. They just know who they're safe. All with. they know that's where the breast is. That's all they know. Mm-hmm. And I I never know what to say to people when they say <laughs> things to me like, "Oh, I'm just a big boob to this baby." Like they don't care about anything else. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like we and <laughs> even we all have like interests. <laughs> You didn't even ask me how my day was. (laughs) But this is how babies, like, this is how they function. This is just how they function. And it's not forever. But the more they do it, you do it with them now, the more secure they are later. This is just what babies need. This is what they need to be comforted and soothed and to make their transition into the world, which, by the way, doesn't happen overnight. And I know we kind of think like, oh, look, they're born they're here, they should be comfortable with that. And they're really not. They're like, where the hell am I? Yeah. And why am I? And actually, the more, you know, the more that you are just a big boob to them, the more that you are just, this is just a one-way relationship right now. The more that you're putting into it, the more that you're meeting their needs, the more that you will see it come back someday. It will. It will. They will be like, oh, here's the relationship and they'll do what you, they see you do. I'm the first day I walked up from recording a podcast and Jack said, how was your podcast? Aww. And I was like, huh? How cute. I know. And I just think that that comes from a family that's paying attention to each other. Right. He, ne- he didn't ask me that when he was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, you know, how's but- that blog going? <laughs> 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 What'd you say about me today? I know, right? <laughs> uh, so funny. But, you know, 
we are like very attentive to each other and he just is that's just who he is that's just what he's growing up in now mm-hmm. and you see them do what you do yeah the return on investment takes a very long time <laughs> it does but it's you know you see it in you do see it ways along the way too oh yeah you absolutely do see it so i mean don't i mean the the moral of the story here is yes feeding cues hunger cues all of those things can be really confusing it can feel really confusing when you have a baby and you're trying to figure out like are they hungry are they not hungry it's okay to put them to the breast we promise like you're not nothing is gonna go wrong with that you can just put them on they're feeding great they're not feeding that's okay too you're not doing anything wrong and nothing's wrong with them that's like an emergency if they're just fussing you know if they're just fussing and they're like being their fussy selves i think that's the at least with me as like a long time anxiety sufferer i thought everything i still think everything is an emergency Mm mm-hmm you know, and so you have this emergency brain and it's like, oh, my God, my baby's fussy. There's an emergency. And like, that's not what's happening. No, You can't figure it out right now. You tried a few things, you know, try their diaper. Try turning the lights down. Try going to another room. Try, you know, they're just they're fussy. Yeah. Yeah. And the like the newer the, the newer born they are the more you're going to have that, right? You know, like yeah. we, we get a little bit more comfortable with it as they get a little bit bigger. But, you know, those newborn days can be really overwhelming when you're trying to figure out these cues. And those outside societal pressures can be pretty overwhelming when you're trying to put it all together. So we we get it. We see it. Yeah. And like, I'm just, you know, my whole thing is just, if you're just nursing, just as a reflex. You'll avoid a lot of it. Because mm-hmm. some people try to avoid the nursing. Well, you just ate. That can't possibly be the thing. It doesn't matter. Just put them back on. Yeah. Because again, there's like a 15 reasons why they might want to nurse. And it doesn't matter which one. It doesn't matter. You don't have to figure it out. Just put them on. Totally okay. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.